Yeah. So you're out there on the road, you're running into things and you're going, Hey, look, I, I need a little help with this or a little help with that. Or, you know, we might need to fine tune this. Um, they're coming to me and we're going, Hey, is that necessary? We're putting it to a vote and saying, yeah, you know what? It is necessary. Let's make those adaptations and let's change. See, you're kind. There's no votes. My, my organization, <laughs> my organization's a dictatorship, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it- <laughs> Welcome to Real Estate Success Partners. We're your hosts, Devin Dubuque. David Wynn. And we're here to talk about how to have great success in any market. Uh, today, guys, we've got a returning guest, Clint Ritchie. And uh, Clint, you've brought somebody along with you today. Who do we have here? Absolutely. Thanks, Devin. Hey, so we brought uh, Mr. Danny McElroy from the McElroy team. And so, Danny, appreciate you stopping by Absolutely. and sharing My some pleasure. infinite wisdom in regards to what makes you so successful. So, uh, you and I have had this conversation a couple different times. Um, I think the biggest thing that makes that I'm really want to know is <clears throat> what makes you so successful, but more importantly, how are you so efficient at your process? What do you do differently? What do I do differently? Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what everyone <laughs> else does. <laughs> I'd love to tell you what I do differently. I can just tell you my style and kind of my story. I, well, I, and let's let's talk about that because we actually dive into that a little bit. Uh, typically, uh, we want to know a little bit about where you came from, how you got in the industry, right? Sure. And uh, you know how you built your team to where it is today. So sure. let's let's so, start off with that one. So in in when I was uh, 23 years old, I, I got into new construction sales. I kind of kicked the door down because they didn't hire young people at the time. And right. So uh, I worked hard to get a, get a position there. And then I was rookie of the year for a large Fantastic. publicly traded home builder. And yeah. um, that was in uh, 2003. Then 2004, I was the number one salesperson in the entire Dallas-Fort Worth division. That's awesome. Um, I had an eight-year career in new construction where mm-hmm. I sold 500 homes on site. And I was a top one percenter during that time. So you, frame. you've been hustling for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've the way my mom describes it is is uh, I'm a mover and a shaker. I've yeah. been just I like just like to go, man. Just like to do a lot of things. So. I can tell that. I can With tell. That. And I think that's a great that's a great <laughs> you know attribute to have, right? You know, it's yeah. it's part of what makes you so successful. So I did that through 2008 and um, uh, into the meltdown, all the way into 2010. Yeah. And in 2010, the the national large publicly traded home builders yeah. became very difficult to work for. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I was successful through the whole thing. I sold very successfully, never had any, any sales issues. So like you mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, success is the same in an up, down or flat market. It, right. it's, it's not different in any of them. It's just, uh, it's the same skill set and mindset, but, um, the, the publicly traded builders were making it very difficult at the time. So yeah. I started doing research. I read a book, uh, that Gary Keller wrote called the millionaire real estate agent. Yeah, we've talked about um, that. It's basically an MBA and, and running a real estate brokerage, a small, a small boutique brokerage. And uh, I got excited about that, started doing research. I spent the, the the remainder of 2010 closing out my backlog with a large publicly traded builder here in DFW. And then in, I launched my business in 2011, and I was rookie of the year, again, my second rookie of the year That's in fantastic. 2011 for the entire North Texas, New Mexico, Memphis region. Well, 2011 was an interesting time, right? You know, we were bottom. coming off of you know some really weird stuff on the mortgage side of the industry. 2011 is where things were starting to rebound, and you right. came in in 2011. Actually, that was the bottom because yeah. 2010 they were doing that that uh, the those down, first time buyer down payment programs, right. and and then it just bottomed. And 2011 yeah. was brutal. Most people was. were leaving the business. There were more people yeah. leaving the business than and 
than ever at any time in history. I think it's the closest we've had to what's going on, you know, here in the the, the Dallas market, for sure, the Texas market. We've had 40% of loan officers that didn't renew their license last right. year, right? right? You know, so you go back and you look at historically, when did we see something like that before? It's in 2011, but Danny's having great success. Yeah, I right? sold 50 houses that year. And Killer. They were looking at it like, man, how does he do that? And <laughs> and, and, I, and I was angry. And uh, literally, yeah. I was, because in my mind, it was, man, it wasn't if, I, enough. if I only sell 50 houses a year, I'm going to go broke. This isn't going to work. Yeah. So... But the next year, God blessed us tremendously. In year two, I sold 168 houses in resale. Killer, man. And year three, we uh, broke over 200, and I was the first team in our submarket history to break a million in gross revenue, in gross revenue income, not dollar volume. That's fantastic. And then I joined Gary Keller's top page of Mastermind, and that's when I really started to learn business and build a team. At one point, I had 15 team members. Um, and I, I learned a lot through that. I made a lot of mistakes. Um, we, it, you know, we learn from our mistakes. I mean, that's, you know, we all do it, right? We all do it. But the biggest <clears throat> biggest thing I learned in that time season was that uh, is the difference between a transaction-based business and yeah. a service-based business. And so I broke the team down. As people left, I didn't replace them. And I spent about four years just building amazing systems. So to answer that's, your question, Clint, um, I literally went through every aspect of the customer cycle from lead all the way to nurture after close. And I and I define checklists and and touch plans and we literally have a system for everything. It's all managed through our CRM and we have roles on the team so so that everybody knows what to do. Yep. We do a morning huddle at nine a.m. every morning. It's perfect. We go through our backlog together and make sure everyone's on the same page. And it's our service is now world class. And because I don't try to get involved in my team members' jobs, that's right. What I do is the part that matters most to the clients. And it's that's yeah. the field stuff. That's the conversations. The decision making stuff. Um, Manage the process. That's right. And then, we call it the acts of freedom. You know, yep. the acts of freedom. You take the members of your team, you give them each a role. You don't cross over on their role. They don't cross over on your role. But everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do. And you hold them accountable you hold to their them accountable. role. Because if because yep. human nature happens. So the, one of the biggest things I learned um, in building a team is I, I would I would whiteboard out the process. Yep. I'd delegate it. Okay, here's the checklist. Then I'd go sell a bunch of homes. I'd come back and they're doing it different. Yeah. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on here? We said this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, well, I just do this and this. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Time out. Yeah. Time out. Stop. I set it up this way for a reason. So, that's right. Um, th that's just human nature. I've learned that's not the people that are the problem. That's right. leadership. So if, if, if you're not constantly constantly working with the team yeah. to make sure those standards are upheld, they drift. And it's just the way it works. Well, there's a couple things there, right? You know, number one, the team needs to know what your statement of purpose is. <clears throat> they need to know what your core values are, and they need to know what their roles are, right? And at the end of the day, if you define those roles, you let them know what the vision of the the, the team is, right? Where, where are we trying to take this thing? How are we going to get there? And, and what is each person going to do to make sure that that happens? And then, like you said, have those accountability moments to make certain that everybody does have an understanding and is doing what they're doing, that's how you create great success, and, right? And, yeah. And the other thing I learned to answer your question about how am I successful, what makes me different, um, I learned that when you don't have a great uh, vision mm -hmm. and, you know, the way I, I describe what you're talking about sure. is what are we doing, why are we doing it, and what's my role? That's if everybody it. knows that, that's life, a life's smooth and simple. But well, if you don't have those clearly defined and that's somebody right. doesn't 
can't see all that when you're trying to attract people. You attract lower level people. Correct. So I found I attract who and what I am, not what I need and want. That's right. So I had to become that before I could attract better it's people. True. And once I did, got great team members. And now the service is world class. So to answer your question, Clint, specifically, um, we we are we are highly skilled at providing world class customer experiences. Right. Um, and, and that I don't delegate out the part that a lot of people, a, a lot of agents look at it from the perspective of how do I get as much off my plate as possible yeah. when they're trying to do volume. Right. And that creates a very transaction based customer experience where they don't right. feel loved on and Correct. they don't have a relationship with the, yeah. the agent. And what happens is you can sell a lot of homes that way. I've done it. I've done it that way, mm -hmm. but they don't feel awesome about it and they don't go raving to all their friends and family right. about you. So, so what I learned was I got to really love on these people. So, um, and, and, and when I learned that, because I, I had learned a lot at, at Keller Williams, a tremendous amount there, but they set everything up based on how do I not have to do anything and get paid? <clears throat> and I found that's opposite of how the universe is designed by God. Absolutely. God designed the universe for the more people we serve and love on, that's the more right. money comes our way. Not me do nothing and get paid off of you for some obscure right. reason. So I, when I shift the business from transaction-based to service-based, it, it just made life so much better for the I team members, values. the clients, all those things. I love your values. I love what you're talking about, right? And that's that's 100% right. When when it's not transaction-based, when you care about the people that you're doing business with and you stay in touch with them, right? You know, yeah. you've got processes in place to make sure that once that transaction is done, it's not over, right? right. Uh, I, I can tell just by what you're saying, your team stays in touch with these people, right? Yeah, of course. You're doing follow-up. You're letting them know that you're there. Yeah. And you're trying to find, you know, hey, can I help another family member or friend? Uh, so that we can come back and have a transaction with them and provide yeah, them I, that same great I, service. I don't even do that. I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just call. They just yeah. do. <laughs> well, it's because you guys are doing such an amazing job. But I job. should. Yeah. I should do that. No, that you, that'll be the next step that we absolutely. build systems for. No, it's, it's great you say that, Danny, because, you know, I've had the pleasure of dealing with a couple of your team members. Man, your transaction coordinator, one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met. So when you're talking about when you have a plan and a process in place, you are attracting the higher level talent, right. the people, because the last thing that anybody wants to do when they go into a job is go, okay, what do I do? And there's no clear cut divine plan or right. process. Right. And what we've all learned uh, collectively together, you know, in the years that we've been in the mortgage business is processes and plans always outperform talent. That's right? right. And that's skill, right. right? And then if you always. add talent on top of them, yes. your competition can't. And that's where that's where you scale to the next that's level. So you create a wedding yeah. organization. Yeah, that's where yeah. you scale yeah. to the next level where no one else can compete, right? Yeah. And and so and and you know, David, we've talked to hundreds of realtors. What's the commonality of the, the most successful realtors that we talk to? They care. They, they care, care about their customer. Yeah. Customer, right? it's customer experience is and number you one. Love on people. Yeah, it's so not. It's not I don't. I don't people know any. Matter of most. Yeah, I don't know no anybody question. that chases the green yeah. or the transaction of money that's yeah. highly successful. It's right. it's it's about far lower. Yeah, they don't last. It, no. the, the business burns yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. Right. They may they may be successful for a short period of time, but to have yeah. that long lasting scalable success right. marathon. Yeah, right. the marathon. You, you, you got to have that relationship and. Right. and uh, and you know, so we were talking about we we joked earlier we're going to try to make you cry on the podcast, right? <laughs> I don't think it's happening, guys. No, no, I don't think it's we happening. Got but that. but <laughs> low odds, yes, yes. But low odds, bro. Uh, but the, the 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 realtors that we've had that have gotten extremely emotional, yeah. 
their relationship real the passion just, just yeah, like you the said they have they a have passion of helping people yeah. and yeah. they love yeah. on people if i can use your yeah, words yeah, sure they love on people they walk yeah. them all the way through the process from yeah. the beginning to the end and more importantly they partner with lenders title companies that like-minded, do the, like-hearted. like-minded like-minded yeah. folks that team. do the same thing yeah. so uh man it's awesome that you man you share that with us so um, he touched on something I want to ask. Sure, uh, you mentioned a CRM system. And, yeah. you know, I, I do think when you're working, especially when you're working with a large group of consumers and you've got a team, having a centralized database to be able to stay in touch with your people as well as communicate with your team is important. Yeah. Uh, what, what CRM do you use and, and, and how's that built out? So I, I use the only CRM in, in real estate that guarantees success. Okay. If you use it, it's called Brivity. It's, it's founded by a guy named Ben Kinney. I met him in Gary Keller's Top 100 Agent Mastermind. Fantastic. Fantastic. Used to take the top hundred agents nationwide and put us in a room together quarterly. Yeah. And Ben Coaching. was Ben was really elite, man. He was like he didn't really belong in there. He belonged in like a separate group of like five guys. Yeah. The guy is just brilliant. And um, he he started the CRM out as just a basic to do a few things be, mm-hmm. to to fill gaps that his team needed that he was running in Bellingham uh, that there were no technology products for. And uh, and then he's it's evolved over the years and just gotten better and better. What I primarily started using it for was for uh, what what are called auto plans, so automatic mm-hmm. follow up and yep. system based plans Absolutely. for our transactions for when we take an incoming listing and then once it goes under pending to a contract to close. So I, I the way my mind works, I'm a system and process oriented guy, so mm-hmm. I need to be able to 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 make a commitment to a customer, hey, this is what you can expect. Right. And then I don't have to think about it. Yep. The way I the way I, I the way my mind works is if it's on if I even have to think about it, that means it's on my plate That's and right. not on the team members. So the so the I found the only way I could actually have the the expectation I set for the customer occur from my team without right. me involved was to have a an automated system that ensured that I could check on and log into without talking to anybody. Yeah. And Brivity has a phenomenal plan for that. So we we have it so down to a science where when we complete one transit one transaction, it automatically triggers emails, text messages, right. and 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 loads the next uh, tasks that are coming up and there and we constantly tweak those uh, very gradually um, the way the standard we use for that is my team often wants to change stuff because yep. they're you know they're always what about this what about this so I always remind them listen if we have a problem one time we just solve it that's right if we have a problem a second time now we're paying attention yeah. the third time we adjust our system so we never see it again yep. and that's how that's how we run it so it sounds like you operate under a very similar system we do um, <clears throat> it's a Japanese business principle called Kaizen Right. And it's basically centered around always looking for ways to eliminate redundancies in your business so that you can consistently grow and adapt to new market conditions. Right. And also utilization of the CRM system. We do the same thing here. Right. So I've actually I do all the back end programming for our CRM system. And it's the same way when these guys are out and they're working through the CRM system, communicating with consumers. uh, The way I present it to them is you guys are the NASCAR drivers. I'm the pit crew. Right. So you're out there on the road, you're running into things and you're going, hey, look, I, I need a little help with this or a little help with that or you know we might need to fine-tune this um they're coming to me and we're going hey is that necessary we're putting it to a vote and saying, yeah, you know what? It is necessary. Let's make those adaptations and let's change. See, you're kind. There's no votes. My, my organization <laughs> my organization's a dictatorship, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, hey, but you know what? When it works, it works, I, I used to when do that. Works, when, I, when I had 14 team members and everybody yeah. has an opinion, well, yeah. not all of those opinions are based on what's best for the organization and the That's customer. Right. You're 100% and, right. And ultimately, what 
what matters most is it has to be duplicatable yeah. and repeatable. You're right. And if it puts undue pressure on my administrative team or on the sales team, then it's not going to work. Or, Correct. Or, and sometimes there's some things people don't want to do or it's it's laborious, or, but it's what's necessary for the customer. That's right tough. That's how it is. We call and it sweat. Same way every time, right? Same way every time. <laughs> and we train our staff members to do the job the same way every time. So that way it doesn't matter if I'm working with Vu or I'm working with, with Clint yeah. or I'm working with you know somebody else in the team. They all know what to do, how to do it, and we're all doing it exactly the yeah, same way. And then way. when you don't have to think about the process or the system, you yeah. can love on the customer at a higher level. Uh, exactly. So that's the, that's the yeah, key. You keep your focus on the right thing, the right priorities. Hey, Danny, yeah. we, we have a lot of realtors out there in our audience. I, I'm yeah. going to tell you the number one one question they're going to ask, man, wh what are you doing to generate leads? Uh, you know, that's, that's always the secret sauce. So, What's the marketing plan? What's the lead source? Obviously you're doing high volume. We're not talking onesies and twosies nope. or sure. tens and twenties. We're talking sure. so, high volume. So, so let me answer that in two parts. So I started out and I used to do a, what I called a builder move up program. Mm -hmm. I used to do contingency management for builders. And that was a business to business level where I called all my buddies in the industry. Cause I'd come out of that industry. And I said, Hey guys, I know y'all have this, um, I know you all have people walking in your model homes. They're like, I love your house, but I got one to sell. Yeah. And they go, but they don't have an agent. So I told them, look, put, give them my card. I'll manage your contingencies so you don't have to have any contingency risk. There you go. And they'll have awesome service, and I'll get a new client. Well, I did that for the first 10, 12 years of my business, and uh, and I transitioned out of that because that business got very difficult after the pandemic because the builders yeah. became very hard to work with. Um, so I stopped working that side of the business because I now have so many past clients. That's right. We've sold almost 3,000 homes. So my initial – so to answer your question – Directly. When I was a brand new agent and I was getting hard started, mm -hmm. I literally did everything. I came into the office at 7 a.m. I did script practice with a script partner yep. and I would I would write my scripts down five times. Then I would call my script practice partner and he and I would go through them. And I learned the skill of the business by working. Then I'd get on the phones and I would pound the phones and I would yep. call everyone I know in my contact list. And I'd say things like, hey, guys, it's Danny. I know you knew me from New Home Sales, but I've started a real estate business. I'm with, working with the very best. I know. Sounds familiar, right, guys? I was going to say, is, it, is, he in our, is he in our meetings every day? Or what? <laughs> and, go, Danny. Keep and, going. And, and I'm here to serve you. And that that started real slow. So yeah. my first year was a bad year. So yeah. to answer your question, and and I when you this is directed to agents. Yes. Um, the so what agents need to hear, what's real important for them to understand when you're new in the business or when you're not yet established with a huge database like I have, um, I'm very blessed with that now. Absolutely. Uh, being being been in the but you earned time. that. You earned that. But, but I, so I'd rather tell you how I earned it than what I do now, because that won't help most agents. Right. Yeah. So what will help most agents is to understand that there's basically three prerequisites to winning in real estate. And anybody can learn these, but they take a lot of effort and, and, and they take a lot of commitment. Uh, the the first thing and the most important is confidence, um, and and I don't mean to be like a like a Bible thumper telling oh, no, you guys no, take your humble hat off here. But but listen, the, this is the way I view business is is very it comes from a very biblical point of view. Yeah. I, I I see business as serving other people, and the more you do that at a That's high right. level, the more business comes your way, and the more successful you become. So if you don't have confidence, or the the religious way they'd say it would be faith, if you don't believe. 
I'm going to deliver great service to them and you don't and you don't trust in your own heart yourself, this business is going to be extremely hard for you and you're going to wash out fast. Not because um, you can't do it, but because they can sense that energy right. from you. And if they don't sense, hey, I'm going to work for you hard and I know I can get to what you want done. If they don't feel that energy in their heart and they can't put their words on this and neither That's can right. you. But if you don't have that and that enthusiasm doesn't come across, they're not going to risk their largest financial transaction with you. Alex is about That's to number say, one. the largest transaction of their life. It, it's a yeah. big deal. A lot of it's where they're going to come home from work every day, where they're going to raise their family, they're going to have their Christmas memories, all these things. This has a lot of weight to them. It's not a small deal. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get in real estate and they don't have that, they, they don't take it that serious. That's right. So that, that's confidence. They're in no, it for the paycheck. That's right. Yeah. The second thing you've got to have is uh, uh, contribution. And the, 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 the biblical word for that is love. And I don't say love like I love you, man, like we're buddies or like nope. I love my wife. I, the definition I use for contribution and love is Charles Finney's definition. Love is to act and will towards the highest good of the other. And I see so many agents chasing a commission, chasing a sale, right. looking at, I want to get a sale. No, 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 no. You got to be looking for someone to help and love on and serve. Find people That's who right. need a solution. And how am I going to help them get their solution? And when you really are all about your customer, man, you're, you're not going to have any problems with leads. The last thing you need is the skills, and that's the, the biblical word for that would be diligence. Mm -hmm. The scripture says diligence is man's precious possession. Um, diligence is showing up, doing the work. And when I say doing the work, agents think of the work as showing houses, listing houses. That's not the work. The work is learning the skills, learning the market, learning how it all works. That's right. When you do those three things, it starts slow and builds, and then it explodes. So that, that's what I did to start with. And when I, when I was starting, I applied that energy and that enthusiasm to every lead gen strategy I could think of. I knocked on doors. I did open houses. I called for sale by owners. I called expireds. I called all my past clients. I called all my builder buddies. I, it, I did everything I could think of. Yeah. And then a couple of them shook out and became mine that I got good at. And that's what I built my business on. So that's the, the starting point to build a good solid database. Incredible. That's, that's how you start. It's incredible. You know, and, and I'm going to stop you there because we, uh, we, we host meetings every day and I talk about this all the time. And sometimes I'll play videos from people, uh, that are, that are very passionate about what they do. And I'll stop the video and say, Hey, do you believe him? Right. <laughs> Guys, do you believe yeah. Danny? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. absolutely. You believe Danny. Danny because you know what? He means it. Yeah. He means it. This is what he provides to his consumers, and that's what makes him so amazing, right? Is that he's always looking for ways to provide love and energy and strategy and conviction, uh, and he's doing it for all the right reasons. Yeah, there's a, well, uh, there's a big passion. There's no there. question there's about it. There's a huge right? passion. The right other there. question is, is that I like to ask these guys is, on a scale of 1, one to 10, how bad do you want to, want, want to be successful, right? Yeah. And, and, and what are you willing to put forth to make that happen, right? right? And there's no question, Danny. I can tell if there was a... 100 out of 10, right? You're 100 out of 10 because you're willing to do whatever it takes to find great success. And when we when we talk, guys, about finding success in any market, this is what we're talking about, right? That passion that's behind it, right? That person that cares that much to make sure that whatever it is that they're doing, they're putting that kind of effort behind it because they're going to find success in anything that they do. Yeah, so, and when, when the customer matters more than anything, I mean, I, I, I'm, never gonna, I'm never going to put 
uh, I'm never going to have commission breath, yeah. which I which I see occasionally in the business. And that's right. just the nature of any any business. But it, the the customers always their best interest is always going to come first. It's amazing. And when you behave that way long enough, you get a you you end up building a large past client database. That's right. Of relationships that know you, like you, and trust you. That's it. Now to answer your question. All I work with are people who know me, like me, and trust me. Like-minded, like-minded. I don't work cold leads. I don't go knocking on doors. I don't do any of that stuff I started out as. Because back then, I didn't have a database. That's but right. now I do. Well, you've so, earned that right. It, so because of that, I have world-class systems. And I have a great team. And what I found is when you work with people who know, like, and trust you, everything goes better. Everything goes smoother. And yeah. so now I just work my database and uh, we're in the process of launching plans to market to them better. So, so the uh, so so the answer is we, we send them a monthly market report. Um, we call them quarterly. When I say we, one of the team members just yeah. touches in, hey guys, how's life? How are you enjoying the home? Anything we can do for you? <laughs> and then we send them a monthly postcard. And basically the postcard is branded so they don't forget our name. Yep. And that's all we do, man. Hey Danny, he, you know what? We, we, really we follow a system also. You know, we have a real time referral program. Have has Clint told you about that? He has. Yeah, it's it's same thing. You know, we love uh, on our consumers. We, That's we what love we do. our consumers too. We reach out to our, our borrowers once a quarter. We let them know that we're here. We we tell them thank you for doing business with us, right? Yeah. And uh, we ask them if they can help. It doesn't matter if it's you know, hey, do you want a new loan or hey, can we just help you with a question about your escrow or hey, is there any question you have about you know home buying in general, right? Uh, but then we always end every call with uh, Clint or, or David. Do you want to? How do we? In the call. Hey, do you have any, you know, any friends, family members, or coworkers looking to buy, sell, or refinance? See, that's that's where we part yeah. ways. That's where we do it different. Yeah. So, so the um, and I used to do that. Yeah. So that's what I learned getting in the business. Yeah. That's absolutely. what Keller Williams taught us. Sure. But I learned a new method. It's even better. So let's hear so, it. Let's hear it. So. From my point of view, it's even better when you have a database. Now, when you're getting started, this right. won't work. But when you have a large database, which we do, we, there I, I learned. I, I read a new book called Ninja Selling. Mm -hmm. Brilliant freaking book. And the and basically, there's a section in it that talks about pursuer uh, right. versus. Um, attractor. So if I go pursue someone, they naturally mm -hmm. want to run. That's right. So I no longer ask, do you know anyone thinking to buy, sell, or real estate? They know me, like me, trust me. I just sure. stay in touch and I stay top of mind. Yeah, I don't have to ask. And I, now I'm no longer pursuing, right. which puts pressure on them to give me a referral. Instead, <laughs> right. I just stay in touch and they yeah. just call. Yeah. So that's the only, th the only thing I do different. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, and obviously what you're doing has made you successful, right? So at the end of the day, you know, you've got that great relationship with the consumers. They trust you. They're going to send you business because, you know, they know when they work with Danny McElroy and his team, the level of service and commitment that they have, right? Yep. Um, so they know that they're getting taken care of. And their friends and family are going to have that same, you know, experience, right? Sure. So touch on your team real quick. You talk about the team. Yep. How many people do you have on the team? And what does each one of those roles look like? So there's four. So we have a... Um, at any given time, um, the roles change based on the volume of the business and the type of business. So nobody has a nobody's position is fixed. I learned a lot of things like that. Um, you, you hire someone as a transaction coordinator, and they say, "Oh, that's the only thing I'll do." Right. No, we don't do that. You, yeah. you, you're a team member at this point. This is your role. That's but right. But we could transition activities based on workload and volume. 100%, 100%. So right now, I have a transaction coordinator, a listing coordinator, an office manager slash mm -hmm. per like executive assistant and a, have one. and a marketing coordinator. Yep. And, and that person will do just about everything for me. If I'm booked and we need to show a house, she'll show houses. That's great. She handles office operations, all those things. The Absolutely. transaction coordinator is transaction to close is under contract to close listing coordinator is listing taken to under contract. 
It sounds very familiar, right, guys? Um, we we were in a very similar system. We have client concierge. We have our pre-approval specialists. Uh, we've got our uh, back-end loan processors. We've got an account executive. And we also have a, uh, a manager on the back end of the operations team that makes sure that everything gets closed on time. Man, we must Each, have gone to the same school. I'm telling you, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it goes back to that. I said it three times. I'll say it again. Like-hearted, like-minded, right? right? And that's why we like to have people like you on the show. Because, yes. again, we don't want to just talk to anybody. We, and we don't want to just introduce our, our followers to, to to anybody, we want to introduce them to, to people that are like-minded, like-hearted, that are business professionals that truly are having great success and doing it for all the right reasons, yep. right? And that's what you're doing, brother. Uh, man, it's it's fantastic. Clint, you were going to ask something? No, I was just saying that that was why you know you and I have talked several times. I think the <laughs> first time I talked to you, you were coming back from vacation when we were doing our little. I was doing my little Tuesday update on our, our transaction, <laughs> and you were like, "Man, hey, man, I'm sorry, I'm 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 getting ready to hop on a plane. Can I hit you when I land?" I was like, "Sure, whatever." Uh, and so you know, just you know. And then checking in with you yeah. every week, you know, I learned something a little more and a little more and a little right. more. And then, you know, we talked about, you know, my, my family's, you know, role with Keller Williams. And I may have a couple of those millionaire real estate agent books in my <laughs> I think you got a, a, a case of them. Yeah, I got a couple, uh, got a couple cases, actually. Yeah. Uh, That's a great book. I've read it probably 20 times, yeah, man. Yeah, That's it was awesome. a great, it is a great book. Um, but that, that was why I want, I had to get yeah. you on here, man. Yeah. I wanted you to tell the story because... Your mentality, your mindset, your processes, your procedures, um, your faith, your, your religion, conviction. your conviction, your conviction. It, all, yeah. it all aligns with what we do here. It and does. so I was like, man, I, I got to get this guy on here. It's man. So, cool how we met. So my, I, I went through the process with one of my past clients yeah. and I'm, he calls, you know, we had called him right. on our quarterly calls and he's like, Beautiful. yeah, we're kind of thinking about moving. And so the way our system works is my team calls them all and then right. flags a task for me That's right. for anything yep. that, that trickles up. And so I called Kurt and said, Kurt, I heard you, there's a house you like, man, let's, let's set it up when y'all want to see it, you know? And he's like, well, I don't really know. I said, well, can it hurt to look, man? You know, let's, yeah. w w why not? <laughs> we go look at the house. We walk through the process and I'm like, all right, man, I got a lender for you. He's like, oh no, I got a lender. And he, it was, that was this guy. That's and, cool. and, uh, you know, as an agent, I'm always thinking, well, no, yeah. what oh, am I going to get? Who, who are you attaching to? It's a, it's a box to? of chocolates. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and, and I try to flip him to my lender and he yeah. won't flip. So yeah. I'm like, all right. So we, we he, he, this guy sends me the approval letter. And then I'm, we're always cautious with with you what, have to be with lenders we don't have a relationship yeah. with. And then this guy was freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Process was smooth, perfect. I, it was very, very well done. I was impressed. I yeah, appreciate so, that. And appreciate I told the client that too. I said, man, this guy was great. Thanks for the intro. So, so here's <laughs> the deal. You know, you're talking about all these amazing things that you do. When we did the interview, you said, hey, you know, what is my uh, superpower? Uh, you said, uh, what'd you what'd you say? Let's hear it again. What was the superpower? <laughs> I, I love it. I think this is a well, good one. Well, I, I I only work about 20 hours a week. And sell 100 plus houses a year. It's amazing. And, it's amazing. Uh, the, uh, yes, and and when I say power. work, let me define what that yeah. means because yeah. I don't track when I answer my phone. And right. I answer my phone anytime it rings. That's now right. that sounds bizarre. To, some people are like, oh, that's crazy. If you're but, in this industry, that's part of it, comes with the job. Yes, but being responsive is what customers view as good service. So, Absolutely. so what I mean by work is I'm in my office working 20 hours a week. That's that doesn't right. count stuff in the field, but I, I spend about four hours a day, about yeah. five days a week in the office and that's it. Yeah. And uh, I don't have... When you have great systems that's and it. a lot, and, and some weeks, people. some weeks I'm in the office three, four hours. I'm yeah. just there for the huddle with the team, that's it. and I'm out and doing other things. But, and but but let's be honest, you're always thinking about the business. Of course, you're always thinking about your. And consumers. that frees me up to when somebody calls yeah. and they want to see a house. Yeah, let's go now. Uh, you know, I have an appointment at three, but I'm available at five. You know, yeah. so I'm always. This, this goes back to the old adage of like, if you enjoy what you're doing, you never work a day it's in not your work. life. That's right. It's not work. It's not for not work. You. That's right. So, yeah. how, so how do I? 
So how do I do that? How do I only work 20 hours a week? Well, I implemented that millionaire real estate agent book yeah. on the leverage side of it over time. There's it took a, a secret, long time. guys. There's so here, a secret. So here, yep, that's a great, but, but here's the thing that I've learned over the years. Not, most agents don't have a business mind like I do. Yeah. They're not a weirdo like me. They don't. They don't wake up. <laughs> the best kind of weirdo, Danny. <laughs> yeah, they're, they don't. They don't wake up thinking about how to build systems and checklists, yeah. and they don't. And they don't think. And they're also not. They're either great salespeople or they're great systems people. They right. usually aren't the two. So what I've discovered is 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 it, if agents could plug into a system like that, yeah. they they might see value in it. So the next thing I'm going to do is well, I'm gonna, education, though, right? You didn't just come out of that. You just didn't wake up one day and go, oh, I need to make systems. You, at some point in your life, you viewed and, and put a, a, a emphasis on systems and processes and saw how they work and go, you know well, what? I That's brilliant. It, I learned it in the home building industry yeah. before yeah. I got into real estate. I came out of the corporate when world. When you're educating yourself all the time, I can tell so, just by what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, so. I love to read. I love yeah. to study. So the next thing we're going to do, um, uh, you didn't ask me this, but I'm going to tell you. Let's anyway. hear it. Let's the, hear it. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to... All these systems I've spent all this time building over the past few years, as soon as I finish the database marketing plans and I get them duplicatable and repeatable, yep. I'm going to offer these same systems to other agents in our brokerage. Oh, I'm going to add amazing. the team again to where yeah. they can use my staff that's right. and we'll handle the marketing of their database, we'll handle the customer service, and all they have to do is love on their people and sell. Sounds really So familiar. that's coming next, but I got to, <laughs> once again, I'm going to have to build checklists and systems for I that. I told you, like, do we this have guy? the same business plan, Danny? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on something that we did, and we are getting close to the end here. But to talk a little bit about your your free time and your family life, right? You know, at the end of the day, um, you you got things that you do outside of work, right? Sure, sure. I have a boss. Her name's Karen. <laughs> I think a lot of people have a boss named Karen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I know Karen's or like Janae. a joke type of thing now, but that's actually her name, and yeah. she's super sweet and she's super cool. But yeah, the uh, I have an awesome wife. I'm a very blessed man. I married my high school sweetheart. That's amazing. My son's a freshman at Dallas Baptist. University. That's fantastic. My daughter's a junior at Fort Worth Christian, and uh, so about to have kids out of the house. Yeah. And I also recently got roped Another into success. a... Another <laughs> success. <laughs> yes, man. God's been good to us over That's the years. Right. But uh, another thing I just did, <laughs> I chuckle when I say this, uh, I invested in a, in, a, in a coral reef importing and wholesale business. So like saltwater aquariums, oh, yeah, like hell, dentist's office. We've talked about this, so tell me how that's going. <laughs> it sounds like you got some passion behind this <laughs> yeah, one too, man. Right? So, well, you know, I'm kind of a dork. Anything I do, I kind of do it <laughs> full force. But uh, during during the pandemic, I, I built a, uh, a custom six-foot-wide, 200-gallon saltwater aquarium in do my home. Do you swim in that thing? Good, man. <laughs> it's about the size of a bathtub, I guess. Yeah, yeah a couple hundred gallons. So, But I built a custom filtration system, and it grows corals from all over the world, That's Indonesia, amazing. Australia, Vietnam. And, and and in building that and getting into the hobby, my brother-in-law owns a coral importing business, and he hasn't really... It's like a hobby business to him. Yeah. So I basically approached him and said, hey, man, how about if we add some value and things you don't want to do? And right. I got another buddy that's into the hobby as well, one of my clients, actually. Very cool. And uh, we both invested to improve the facility and to ramp up sales. So we're working on that right now. So another... another project turn into a business model, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you, just, you, know, you just can't stop being successful. Well, as expensive as that hobby is, man, I, I just can't stomach all the money without making some. Right? Absolutely. Makes perfect so, sense. Hey, Something tells me that if Danny was uh, like building model airplanes, he'd turn it into a business. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's any question about it. Right. <laughs> well, you know, one reason I wanted you to touch on the, the family too is we always talk about success, right? And, you know, there's success in business, but there's a success at home as well, right? Sure. And family is a big part of that. And, you know, at 
the end of the day, what are you doing with your success, right? Are you just doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it for somebody else? And, and what we found is most successful people have successful people behind them. Sure. And they're creating successes for their family life. And here you are, you've got, you know, two amazing kids who are graduating or about to graduate, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, you've got a, a wonderful wife behind you that keeps it all together. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't do it without her. I love it. I love it. Clint, did you have something else? No, I mean, I'm just thank you for coming on, man. I just, yeah. I mean, share, and sharing me. your story, man, because it's, it's, it's wisdom. A, yeah, it's amazing, man. Yeah, it's really, this guy it gets is. it. 100. Uh, and much continued success to you, man. And Thanks. if there's anything we can ever do to help you along that journey, we're all about it. We, we'd it. love, to, we'd yeah. love to be a part of it. We'd love to, we'd love to. Uh, I'd love to meet the team, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> the we team love behind to Danny McElroy, to Danny, right? Danny McElroy team, right? That's McElroy. another podcast, guys. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, Danny, uh, you know, is there anything that we should have asked you today that we didn't? No, man. Just uh, the the source of my success is is our Creator in heaven. So I give I all glory that, and honor to I my Lord that. Jesus Christ in heaven. So that's it. I'm glad you threw that in there. You bet. My pleasure. Uh, so let's uh, let's just uh, let's get a little shameless plug in here. If uh, if if folks want to find you, if they're looking at buying a house, and what what areas do you service again? Man, I cover the entire Dallas Fort Worth metroplex. I know that sounds like a large area, but because I sold new construction yeah. all over, I have a really uh, good uh, grasp on the market all over the place. Absolutely. So if you look at my at my profile, you'll see a heat map that shows sales literally all over the place in DFW. So there's no limit. If it's in our multiple yeah. listing service, I can pull the data and sell there. And so, I can tell you, you can trust, trust Danny and his team. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm a data guy. So yeah. if I, if there's something I'm not sure about, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I love that. So I, I don't, I don't deviate outside of residential real estate. I don't do farm. I don't yeah. do commercial. I don't do anything that's not our bread and butter. You what stand what you know, at. and you do it yep. great. Yeah. So if yeah. you just Google the McElroy team, you'll find me on online. So the McElroy team, and uh, that's it. McElroyteam.com. And what is there a good phone number for the team if somebody wants to, to reach out to Man, you? Man, even better, you can call my personal cell phone. I like it. I answer I like my it. phone. It's the number is 817-501-5959. There it is. Uh, Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here today. And, you. and maybe we can have you back at some point in time, um, you know, but uh, uh, we do got to get this thing wrapped up. We can't stay here all day. Uh, Clint, brother, uh, great yep. to have you on again as well. Appreciate it. Uh, if the folks out there want to find Clint Ritchie and your team, yep. uh, how do they get in touch with you, Clint? Yeah, yeah thanks, Devin. It's uh, RitchieMortgageTeam.com. It's R-I-C-H-E-Y, MortgageTeam.com. And if you need to reach me, I answer my cell phone as well, 972-679-1028. That's 972-679-1028. I love it. And I'm going to tell you guys, uh, if you're looking for some true professionals, uh, people that know how to give you the right advice and put you in the right position uh, and care, right, and absolutely care, uh, you're going to want to ca call Danny and, and his team. Uh, and if you're looking for mortgage, uh, Clint's a great resource. Uh, Clint and I have been working together. We've had the pleasure of doing business for over a decade. Yeah, wow. And uh, Clint's absolutely fantastic what he does. Uh, David. Anything you want to throw out there, brother, before we get this thing wrapped no, up? No, I think we learned a lot today. We Danny, did. man, we you did. threw us out some knowledge. Thank you for being here. <laughs> My yeah, pleasure, absolutely. guys. Absolutely, brother. Thanks for having me. Well, guys, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call this one a wrap. So uh, we're your real estate success partners. I'm Devin Dubuque. I'm David Wynn. And thank you guys for stopping by. If you want to check us out, uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can check us out at www.realestatesuccesspartner.com. Again, that's realestatesuccesspartner.com. And uh, we'd love if you follow, and we love those five-star reviews. So until the next time, uh, we'll see you then. Bye, guys.